Welcome to Behind the Bookshelves. My name is Richard Davis, and this Abe Books podcast is dedicated to telling the stories behind books and the people who love them. Today, we're talking to the folks from Berwyn Bookshop in Wales in the UK, a bookselling business that has been reborn after a fire totally destroyed their warehouse filled with books. More than 400,000 books, including many rare editions, were lost in the fire. But this is an inspiring story where a new version of the business has literally risen from the ashes. Our guests are Emma and Adam Littler, who are two of the new owners of what was formerly on Berwyn Books and is now the Berwyn Bookshop. They join us from Mould in Wales, which is not too far away from Chester. Welcome, uh, Emma and Adam. Thank you, Richard. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for um, for joining us. So, um, what? Perhaps one of you can start uh, with my first question. But what exactly happened on that awful night in uh, last year on November the sixteenth? Uh, yeah, it was a pretty terrible night. Um, I was the first first there. Um, we live locally to what was the old shop. Um, so I got there about five past five um, and it was pretty obvious at that point that there wasn't, it wasn't a small fire at all. Um, it, it was huge. Um, just as I got there, uh, the first fire engine was arriving um, and they couldn't get access to the building because they weren't sure um how structurally sound it was basically um fast forward a couple of hours they were on site there was possibly possibly probably around 60 firemen um in about 10 engines so it was a huge task it required a lot of people um and this task force was working solidly for three days um 24 hours a day um at this point it was obvious obviously there was nothing left there is we haven't got access to the building we can't get in there the building is condemned um but it was obvious that from the night you know of the fire that there was not going to be any salvaging this because by 11 o'clock the roof had gone and that was obviously in, in a matter of hours um it was you know catastrophic it was it was in in hours it was gone yeah so the entire inventory of books and the building completely gone nothing to recover completely gone wow nothing to recover at, at all um as all is left is obviously debris so it's it the, there is nothing left in terms of books it's ash um in terms of structural there is just the outer walls left that is it wow so w- what were your feelings when you, when you saw the when you saw this, you, you must have been shocked. Definitely shocked. Um, definitely shocked. Obviously, the, the process for the firemen is that um, they have questions to ask you, you know, and, and it's really quite simple questions like, where are the doors in the building? And um, where is the gas box? But when, you, when you're watching it physically burn to the ground, obviously shock kicks in and... They're really hard questions to answer in that circumstance. Wow. Um, so what 
in terms of books, I said the, the number I've seen quoted is 400,000. Um, but there must have been some awful, well, I, I, I was familiar with the Berwyn books before. There must have been some really rare books in there as well. Absolutely. So the, it, it wasn't just, you know, devastation that that volume of books has been lost anyway. It is that there is a lot that was of historical value that probably doesn't exist anymore because they were one-offs or there is nothing like them. So there, there is no describing actually how, how much has been lost because you can't value history. We, we had really individual pieces in, and you know, from diaries from World War Two that um, the, when the American GIs came over to, to England, they'd write letters that, and they, these books were filled with them. You know, they were really personal and there is no duplicate of that. So, Adam, perhaps you can take this next question. But okay. what happened next? How how did the uh, what decisions were taking and, and how did uh, you, you and, and Emma um, and your uh, another colleague become the new owners of the business? Yes. Yeah, so, um, of course, the, you know, the fire and everything was absolutely devastating for everyone involved, uh, the staff like obviously my um i knew about the shop and would go in there um owing to emma working there um and our children love to go in there um quite frequently really and but stuart who was the owner um he was absolutely devastated as you'd expect um all the stock it, it you know he collect built that up over i think i think it was 30 years that he'd been sort of building that collection of stock up. So it was his life's work has gone in, overnight. Um, so he wanted to take a bit of time away, but, you know, it was a lot to sort of process um, through all the sadness and things. Emma and Katrina, who's also involved as a director, um, eventually you know try to try to sort of look at look at have something to look forward to um and not obviously look on the positive side of the fire because there, there isn't one but they wanted to focus on something positive rather than the tragic events um and eventually Stuart gave his blessing for the business to um be well for a new business to be born and, and um, use the Berwyn name sort of to honor it more than anything really so um so what's happened now is uh, that business has been closed a new business has been formed that references Berwyn in its name yes yes that's right it's a completely new business um in sort of legal terms but in spirit you know we we uh we must remember sort of where where its origins are from right right okay so um every book selling business needs books and the previous business lost everything so you are up again and selling books so where have the books come from 
Um, so, yeah, with, with the um, the press coverage um, that came, you know, with the, the local news, and all, well, eventually it spread to sort of the whole BBC Wales, so nas national, not quite UK news, but national in, in a sense of Wales. Um, there was an outcry, and well, an outpouring of support um, from, from the community the local community and beyond really um there was a there was a it was quite quite a, a small sort of customer base really in terms of coming into the physical shop um because it had only recently really um opened that uh, last year um but there were there were a couple um who started um, a gofundme page for the staff at the time because with it being so close to christmas um finally sort of donated to that um but then as you may expect a lot, a lot of donations came in in the form of books and we've been, been absolutely overwhelmed by the amount of books that have literally been donated to us in in, in from the generosity and kindness of people's hearts really um we've had garages full uh, storage at the local football club or soccer um in the containers there and and also um at cafe Issa, where we're based now they they took donations as well yeah so the community rallied around you then absolutely there's, there's no doubt about it we wouldn't be where we are here today if it wasn't for the community support um you know, they have really gone above and beyond to get this back on the road. And we we felt like we owed this to the community that have helped us um, in that first couple of weeks. You know, we're, we're still very early days. We are only two months into this, this new book business. Um, it's still very early days. And even now, the amount of support that we've got is it's just it's overwhelming. It's incredible. Um, people's generosity is just insane. I, I have no, I have no words to describe it, Richard. It's, it's, it's crazy because it, you know, a lot of people didn't know that we existed previous to the fire. It's taken a real tragedy for people to know that we were there, and those people that didn't know that we were there are now customers of ours, and you know, they really have rallied round. Well, it's, uh, it's inspiring. So um, the, if you've got the books, the other thing a book selling business needs is a place to put the books. And it sounds like you do have a location again where the community has uh, helped you. Can, can you explain about your, your new base? Yeah, absolutely. So Cafe Issa is a community interest company. Um, it's actually a, an old community centre building um, and it was formerly the county council's library. Um, in recent years, Sarah Parker has revamped the building and made it into a cafe. Um, and off this building, I'm just trying to paint a little bit of a picture to describe it to you. You've got um, like a hall that can be hired out for children's parties. There's a lot of classes there. They do um, martial arts and things like that. Uh, you've got Line the cafe. Dancing. Yeah, line dancing. You've got the cafe. You've got 
the bookshop where we are now, you've got a bakery, uh, a pizzeria, and you've got the council chambers, the local council chambers. So it's a real high for activity. So we're really honoured, you know, that we've been asked to be a part of this. Um, without Sarah, this business would not be happening. You know, Sarah contacted us within 24 hours of the fire happening and saying, if you're taking donations, we'll take them in at the cafe. Um, and she helped us out massively, you know, in the beginning. Um, you know, roll, roll on a couple of weeks after the fire. And she said, I've actually got a space that I think you might be interested. Come and see me. Um, a shop was never part of the plan yet. You know, this has all not, happened not, very not quickly. Not short term, no. We were, yeah, we've just, we, we really have. So your plan Blessed. is to be an online bookseller, good. is that correct? Absolutely, yeah. So yeah. That is correct, yeah. So we, you know, we have experience with Abe because we've we've listed books previously with Abe Books. Um, so that was that was our plan. Um, short term, you know, we'd be working from home until we could find a suitable premises. Um, it, but this, within a couple of weeks, fell into our laps, and it was just silly not to do it. Um, so here we are, you know, two months into opening, we have our bookshop, we have an inventory online on eight books and we're working really hard. So it sounds like you've become a community Sorry. bookshop. Definitely. You know, we, we have people that come in um, and just come in for a chat. There is no pressure to buy. It, 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 you can't run a business with the impression making people spend their money it's not going to work um but we have plenty of people that come in just just for a chat just to say hi you know we'll pop in and just say we're really glad that you're open you know we're really sorry to hear what happened and it's just really lovely because people have somewhere to come and have right, a look wonderful. at the book there is nothing like this locally you know it, well in fact there's nothing like this within 50 miles of where we live here um so so your uh your husband and wife and emma you worked at the 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 bowen uh books previously how, how long were you with them i was with them a couple of years um i managed the the bowen books um we listed books online we would the shop wasn't very it wasn't open really i'll be honest there was two sides of the businesses so we actually had two warehouses um there was the shop side and then what we called the a book side um and the shop wasn't really open obviously that we had covid to contend with um but a books was very much the primary primary business function if you like right and Adam, what what's your um, is this the first time for you working in in the used books business? It, it is, yes. Um, I am cu currently uh, studying a master's degree in creative writing. So, um, yeah, I, I do hope to sort of write my own books um, moving forward. But um, yes, this is my first sort of venture into the used book books business and that you know every day is um, a new lesson and it's quite fascinating um particularly with the more antique books and the, the, the stuff that will go on abe um it's you know there's just a, 
it's it's incredible the, the the amount of different books that have been published over the years and sort of the different topics and subjects and things that different people are obviously interested in um but yes this is you know i'm, I'm very new to it really right so in the learning stage being so. very modest yeah. here richard being very <laughs> he? modest he is um Adam's background is in journalism, broadcasting and creative writing. So he says that he's new to the book business. I suppose he is, but he's he's always had an interest in uh, print and any, anything printed, really. So, yeah, um, he's definitely undervaluing his expertise there. <laughs> well, it's one thing reading them. The, the next thing is uh, putting a price on them. That's uh, that's a little bit yes. tricky. That, that is a, a common problem that we have, you know, um, as you can imagine, being husband and wife, it causes many <laughs> debates. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's not easy, is it? And, you know, everybody has different opinions and it's sometimes really hard, particularly the more rare stuff. Um, there isn't a guideline price, so you really do have to go off things like condition and, uh, you know, binding, if it is it is it cloth bound or is it got beveled edges or is it illustrated i don't know um, i think this is where my expertise come in to it because i am pretty confident in a, in valuing a book um however google and aid books for reference is is my best friend i use them frequently <laughs> <laughs> all right so um so here you are back back in business. What are your plans now with uh, for the rest of the year? Well, that is a really hard question. We are really trying our hardest to keep momentum up. Um, you know, the business is only two months old. We're, we're still within the first sort of six months post fire. So I think on a personal level, myself and Katrina are still sort of trying to get over that a little bit. Um, it's busy very busy um you know it, there is two sides to the business we have the shop and we have the shop front where it's very customer focused um but we also have the eight books side you know the eight books is our bread and butter that is what it pays the bills um second hand books is a really difficult item to sell because the newer stuff is in mass production um and then you've got to hit the market right for the rarer antique stuff um so we are trying to keep momentum up um we've been really fortunate to have you know speak with yourself for example or um do a lot of work with local and national press so we're, we're really lucky and fortunate to be in the position that we are um it could have been very different um so we are we are just taking each day as it comes i think that's all we can do at this point um you know it, the business is in its infancy and we just need to see where where it takes us right so for the benefit of listeners and people are listening all around the world to this podcast um can you describe where you are what what mold is like it's a rural area area and from what i can remember that's not a big town so can you just describe your part of the world to us yeah, of course so um it, mold is based in in north wales um 
it's a rural town. Um, it's market town. It has quite. It is a market town. Yeah, there's there's quite a large farming present just be, presence rather um, just because of its location. Um, where we are based is actually in a little village called Minavissa, Um and it's about maybe two miles away from Mould. Um, Mould is its main catchment area. Um, so Mould itself obviously is a market town. So it's it's um, got a lot of shops. Um, that's it's recently undergone a bit of a revival. So there's a lot of new businesses there. Um, Molodissa is more housing. Um, however, where the location of we are, it's in a bit of a forecourt, if you like. There's a bit of a, a quad of um, businesses. So you, you've got a supermarket, a small supermarket. Um, you've got a hairdresser, a fish and chip shop, um, a dance, dance studio. studio. A yeah, what else is there? Yeah, so there is... There is bits, yeah. yeah. Um, um, so really the online business is probably going to be quite important for you since since it's a small town, right? You're, you you have a limited number of um, customers locally. Uh, well, I think all the publicity, although it's been like publicity around something awful, that, that might help as well, drink, draw people into the area, into your yeah. shop. This is it. Um I, there is no better way of describing it, so I'll just be honest. People like to read about a tragedy because people want to help. And I feel like this is definitely giving us a lot of exposure, um, exposure that we wouldn't have had um, had the fire not have not had the fire have not had happened. Um, Okay, you know, it, it's been a really traumatic experience for us all. And, you know, it's, re it's really upsetting. And we're, um, we're still sad about it because you cannot replicate that building. It was so quirky. Um, and it just had its own presence. It felt like we'd lost a person. Um, but we're, I'm trying. We're mm. trying as a team really hard not not to copy it because we you can't you just can't um but to bring that essence forward into this new business and you are absolutely right yeah without having an online presence as well um and having books for sale online the business probably wouldn't work um so it is a massive driving force for us so it, it takes some courage to start a business and it probably takes an even, even more courage to start a business when you're probably a little bit traumatized. Yeah, definitely. Um, I know myself and Katrina, we haven't really had a great time amount of time to think about it too much. Um, we've been busy since the fire. Um, we have sat there, you know, till 11 o'clock at night, just tr discussing what, what can we do, replying to emails from customers that have seen, you know, heard the news and they're wondering what's happened to their book. Um, it, it's been very busy. 
Uh, and yeah, it, it definitely has been traumatizing. Uh, you know, I find myself now double checking that plug sockets and things like that are off. Mm. Um, yeah, it, yeah, it's been an experience to say the least. All right. Okay. So um, my final question to both of you is, um, which we ask all our guests, that is, uh, what book or books are you currently reading? And Adam, do you want to go first? Um, yes, absolutely. So but, you know, I've got a stack of books that um, I need to, to get started on, really. But um, a book I'm in the, you know, in, in the middle of at the moment is um, The Beginner's Goodbye by um, Anne Tyler, which was... Uh, um, it was recommended to me by my uh, university lecturer um, based on, you know, in her feedback on a piece of work that I wrote, um, sort of because there were, there's uh, similar themes to, you know, in that, in this book to what I'd written as well. So that's what I'm on at the moment. Smashing. And uh, Emma? I am currently reading Shutter Island by Dennis Lehane. I think the surname is. Yeah, I think you're um, right. It's actually a film. Yeah, it's a it's a film with I think Leo DiCaprio's in it. Um, but yeah, it's a very good book. I'm enjoying it. I am 100% guilty for buying lots of books and they go in a to be read pile and they stay on the to be read pile for quite some time. Um, <laughs> add them frequently. Not very happy with me, Vicky. So you'll say, Emma, there's more books come. What, what are you doing? We own a bookshop. <laughs> um, yes, to, our house is just covered in books. <laughs> All right. Stock and okay. purchases. Yes. Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a, a perk and a, um, also a problem of the job, I think. Definitely. <laughs> All right. Okay. So that's all we have time for today. So I want to give a special thank you to Emma and Adam Littler from the Berwyn Bookshop in Mould in Wales. Uh, and everyone at A Books wishes you all the best for the future. We really hope that you you, you uh, go from strength to strength. Thank you very thank much. Thank you very much for having thank us, you. Richard. Thank you. Uh, thanks for listening. My name is Richard Davis, and you've been listening to an Abe Books podcast, and we'll see you all again soon.